Hey, it's those slaps on your face that make your blood vessels expand. We're your hosts, Elizabeth and Isabel. Welcome to Advocado, <laughs> an advocacy podcast by Youth for All. Today's episode topic is all about equalities, equities, and inequalities, which I am surprised I said that right. Also, thanks to Ali Ward for this intro. Small disclaimer, we're recording this from Canada, and this is just our opinions. Also, some plans for the future, so just what the coming episodes will be. So uh, next week, we'll have Global Goals number 6 and 7, which um, covers um, the Global Goals about water and energy. And then we'll have a two-parter on Global Goals 8, 9, 11, and 12. So part one will be um, Global Goals 8 and 9, which is work and economic growth and industry innovation infrastructure. Part two is 11, Global Goals 11 and 12, sustainability, consumption, and production. And we put these as a part one and a part two because part obviously... <laughs> <laughs> and two parts because obviously they relate a lot to each other which we will talk about in those episodes and then we'll have global goals 13 14 15 which is climate which is all about all about climate change and then 16 to 17 about peace justice and partnerships yeah that climate change might be multiple parter as well and then um Depending on if we're tired of the global goals uh, or not, we, we might do an episode on the Millennium. Millennium Development Goals, which I think we talked about in our mini-sode on global goal number three or something. Yeah, and then so we have a Google form, which you can find in our link tree or in our bio. Um, Instagram bio. Yeah, so for on what issues you want us to touch on next. Yeah, so we're just going to start off with gender inequality. It, oh my god gender equalities that's global goal number five um arguably one of the most important global goals of course it's within like the first row so it's pretty important isabel's just gonna run through the targets and then we'll just discuss it yeah so the overarching goal of this goal is to achieve gender equalities and empower all women and girls so target 5.1 is to end discrimination against women and girls so universally eradicating all gender equality all gender disparities and inequalities uh, target 5.2 is to end all violence against and the exploitation of women and girls so this includes all forms of violence both public and private for example domestic violence uh, versus blatant discrimination and unequal laws and also eliminate human trafficking and all types of exploitation against women and girls and then target 5.3 is to eliminate forced marriages and genital mutilation so this also includes other harmful practices mainly towards women and girls and the goal is to completely eradicate all these negative practices and then According to the government of Canada, there are currently more than 650 million women and girls worldwide who were married as children. This is a terribly large number and this is like why we have to stop it, right? So this is target 5.3. And then target 5.4 is to value unpaid care and promote shared domestic responsibilities. So this is recognizing the value and hardships of domestic work um, rather than saying, rather than just writing it off as an easy woman's job. And it's showing that shared responsibility in domestic work is usually uh, positive depending on your different family situation. But it's basically talking about the stereotypes of one gender working while the other gender just does housework. And it shows that the stereotype is wrong. And then target 5.5 is to ensure full participation in leadership and decision making. So the first few targets were more about eliminating harmful practices. And so now these goals are starting to be more proactive almost in creating new practices. For example, this target focuses on women having equal opportunities to contribute to a government, leadership, public life, and more. And then target 5.6 is 
universal access to re reproductive health and rights. So ensuring universal access to sexual and reproductive health and re reproductive rights as agreed in accordance with the program of action of the International Conference on Population and Devel Development and the Beijing Platform for Action. So that's a mouthful, but basically just to like treaties or agreements that different countries have come to internationally to achieve this target. Um, and then targets 5.A, B, and C are about um, equal economic rights, for example, property and finances, using technology to help achieve global goal number five, and creating legislation to promote these targets. So what's interesting about this goal is that it focuses, like as I was going through it, I just realized it focuses mainly on women and gender equality for women and girls, which of course does make sense because much of the gender disparities are negative towards women and girls, but I also think that they uh, could have focused also on something like more education for all genders about like equality and just because there's also like negative stigma stereotypes against men Mad and other genders yeah, as madness. well right and like it's not just two genders i guess now that we're realizing yeah, yeah. so obviously as isabel's just stated like number five focuses on women so obviously women's rights are very important but i guess in i guess this is more of a problem in developed countries but there's also like the the question of men's right and then there are also like the there's also the, like the debate between like should we edu be educating our boys or should we edu be educating our girls right on you know mm -hmm. in terms of things like that and <laughs> i just wrote here amber heard and johnny depp like yeah there's been like a lot of abuse and stuff like that between those two if you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. and a lot of people like I guess the thing, like the the thing, is generally to point your finger at the man, but in all of course, in all cases, it's not necessarily true. Like abuse can go both ways. Of course, this goal has to do with specifically women, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, um, and then so how you can help is just like any other global goal: spread the word, uh, donate to relevant charities, organizations, uh, stay informed and updated, and be aware of inequalities and make sure not to propagate these stereotypes and inequalities. So stand up against harassment and, and inequalities. There's that word again. Yeah, so that's about it for global goal number five. I think Elizabeth is going to touch on global goal number 10 now. Yeah, also before I do that, <laughs> this is pretty interesting. So recently I was looking at like this video i don't know if i told you about this but it's called like the science biology something biology of humans i can't remember but there's like this youtube video popped up in my recommended like a few what months ago and it was a video of a track meet right it was a four by 400 now isabel is a track girl so she knows what i'm talking yeah. about <laughs> Ew. but um basically there's if you don't know the four by 400 is just like a four by 400 meter but it's mixed right this one was mixed that i was watching so it's two men two women so basically what they usually do right is you put your men at the front and the back because they're biologically stronger like men are biologically faster because they're oh, yeah, okay. built oh, did i tell you this yeah i think you did <laughs> but um so basically um in grade six i did track and now now i can't run anymore like i don't know what Wait, happened but in, in grade six i did track and it was really fun but anyways our teacher was explaining that we had to put the fastest people in the front and the back to get the lead and then wow, to keep the lead at genius. the end and then the slowest people wow. are in the middle so it's that's like, like that's logic it's like that's yeah, random exactly. logic that's just like smart right Right? So, and then, touching, okay, now Elizabeth can continue with the story, and know, like, <laughs> okay, it's so really funny. With that very helpful context from Isabel. Okay, so you, you know, you have most countries, right? They have their men at the front, the men at the back, you have the women in the middle, because they're physically slower. Now you have Poland. They're going to do this random, Isabel's <laughs> trying not to laugh. They have this random test where they put 
the men at the very beginning because they figure if we have a strong enough lead the women can just pull up and win right no so we have the women right they're running they're like hey i'm like at 300 meters in front of the other people and the third women of the other team pass on like the baton what is that what it's called yeah to the fourth man right and poland finishes like fifth or something and that's because like the men were like all pulling up right in front of this polish woman just like beating the heck out of her because they were so fast and so that's the reality of biology that's what the video is called you can search it up on youtube it's honestly pretty interesting so physically in terms of body strength yes men are stronger but um okay this has nothing to do with the global goals anymore but i thought it was so interesting and then um another funny thing is like the wnba versus oh my god the nba okay and the nba is great like i have a lot of friends that literally know the stats of every single like player Nice. But if you have you seen the WNBA? Oh my god! Like the no, videos they make on YouTube. The videos they make on YouTube. Like there's like a compilation of WNBA fails, right? And I'm like, like that, that's pretty interesting. Oh, like, no. I don't think even I can make those mistakes because yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. And then the smack talk is just stupid. And then um, people are in the comments are all like, yeah, I've watched more WNBA WNBA here in this compilation of fails than I've ever had in my life. And they're also like, yeah, I'd rather pick up a free dollar off the ground than a WNBA ticket. Nice. <laughs> so, <clears throat> that's just like <laughs> the world of sports. How can I go into global goal number 10? I had to share that because that had to do with inequality and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. So in terms of physical, biological inequalities, yeah, there's really no way of changing that. Like maybe evolution, but that's about it right but in terms of other things like income inequalities which i'm going to talk about and gender inequality like the things we can change we should be changing the things we can't change we're not going to smack talk about it because that makes you look stupid okay global goal number 10 inequalities um the 10.1 target 10.1 is income inequality so that is to achieve and sustain income growth of the bottom 40 percent of population at a rate higher than national average okay that's kind of self-explanatory we just want better income like minimum wage i guess we have a pretty good minimum wage here in canada that brings me to joe biden i think he's gonna have a 15 dollars minimum wage but i actually okay basically i watched a video this morning here's some current events i'm gonna inject some current events here isabel she thinks i'm stupid now okay so some current events here are basically the senate which is part of the um united states government they're, like the Senate divide between Democrats and Republicans are, is going to be determined based on two races in Georgia. So basically Democrats need to win both races for the majority of the Senate because if it's they win both, it'll be 50-50. And then the vice president, the current vice president, so that's Kamala Harris. Well, the president, vice president-elect as of now, Kamala Harris, is going to be the tiebreaker vote. So that, But they need to win, like Democrats need to win both to have control in the Senate. If they don't, then Republicans will have control and nothing that Joe Biden, like any big legislation Joe Biden wants to pass will never pass because Mitch McConnell, um, I don't like him, is not going to do anything. And what I don't like about this is not because he has Republican views, because I'm not like a socialist Democrat, right? But what I don't like is that um, like now, like Democrats will never vote on anything that's remotely Republican and Republicans will never vote on something remotely Democrat. They're only going to support their own side, which is really sad for democracy because then you just have a bipartisan Senate, which is basically what it is. Like you have no other parties. Yeah, I don't like the the two party system is like not the greatest, especially because it causes so much polarization. It's not, it's not, yeah, exactly. It's not good for the Americans. Well, I guess we have a good here in Canada. And again, nobody cares about Canada, but (laughs) in Canada, we have like multiple parties in, like we've got the liberals, the conservatives, 
the NDP is the green. Do we even have green at the federal level? Yeah, we have like three green seats, I think, at the federal level. Oh, and Bloc Québécois. But yeah, so we have like a decent amount of seats. They don't, they have just like two parties in there. So what I was saying was basically, yeah, if Joe Biden wants his $15 minimum wage for everybody, which has to tie in with income inequalities, he needs the whole Senate to be majority Democrat. Okay, so since we're talking about current events, currently as I'm editing this, it is January 7th, 2021, and there's been some uh, new important current events happening around the White House, so I figured I'd just put in a news clip. You and I have covered Capitol Hill for a long time. A protester is sitting there on the Senate floor, where normally the president of the Senate, though it would happen to be the vice president, uh, uh, just a little while ago, uh, a protester is sitting there in the well of the U.S. Senate. John, who would have ever believed we would see anything like this? And there are, sadly, Wolf, some people who will find this funny, or they'll say it's just a prank, or they will say, look at this picture, nobody in this picture is getting hurt, and that's all true. Uh, but it is part of something that is bigger and that is dangerous. And that simply, forgive me, uh, we are a nation of laws. That is what the Republican Party says that we are, a nation of laws, a nation of rules. And I, this gentleman has every right to his anger. If he's mad at the results of the election, he does not have the right to break the rules and to violate security protocols and to storm into the United States Senate, Senate at a time when the vice president, the vice president-elect, and the other elected members of that body and their staff, by the way, uh, we don't give them enough credit, the people who work in these environments who don't get enough credit for the risks they take and for the public service they give us. Uh, and so those, there are people who look at this who will say, this is funny, this is a prank, look at that, how did you get there? Uh, it's not funny. It is part of, uh, you can call it sedition, you can call it a protest well beyond the line. Uh, it's illegal. It's illegal is what it is, and it'll be interesting to find out uh, what happened after this photo was taken. Yeah, and just a little while ago, senators were there, they were debating uh, you know, the, the motions to try to do away with a democratically held election here in the United States, debating in the House, debating in the Senate. Uh, and all of a sudden, John, we're told all, there's not only a lockdown inside the U.S. Capitol, but all these senators, including the vice president of the United States, has been, uh, they, they've been evacuated out of safety concerns. And so we are seeing in the final days, the final two weeks of the Trump presidency, more of disruption. Disruption has been a trademark of the Trump campaign and then the Trump presidency from day one. Uh, in the end, Wolf, Joe Biden will be inaugurated two weeks from today as president of the United States. There you go. Also, I just learned like a week ago that Chuck Schumer is the minority House leader for the Democrats. I thought it was Nancy Pelosi this whole time, but no, she's a speaker. Okay. <laughs> Okay, target 10.2 is promote universal social, economic, economical, and political inclusion. So empower and promote inclusion of all. So that's age, gender, disability, race, and ethnicity. So in other words, this is like the kind of has to do with the Charter of Rights Section 3. So if, if you live in Canada and you know what this is, um, we studied it in like grade 8 and grade... No, we didn't study in grade 8. We studied it in grade 9. But basically... And in grade 6. Oh yeah, Isabel's right. In grade 6. Point is... Um, it's basically a bunch of rights that we have because Canada is lit and basically you can't not, like, you can't, what, what is, what's the word? Exclude based on age, gender, disability, race, ethnicity, etc. Because then you can take that to the court and they'll rule against you. <laughs> okay, 10.3 is equal opportunities um, and end discrimination. So that's 
by eliminating discriminating laws and legislation and ensuring appropriate policies and actions. And then 10 point part 10.4 is adopt fiscal and social policies that promote e equality. So it's not enough to eliminate old policies, which is 10.3, but we also, shoot, a whole book just fell off my desk. Oh. <laughs> but we also want to ensure protections. And 10.5 to 7 are kind of sus because like, my brain's not big enough to understand these, but 10.5 is improve regulation of markets and institutions. That sounds remotely de democratic socialist to me. Um, I don't think Republicans will agree with that. Anyway, 10.6 is enhanced rep representation for developing countries and financial institutions. And 10.7 is responsible and well-managed migration policy. So that has to do with immigration. Okay, why does everything in here have to do with, like, Joe Biden and Donald Trump's, like, plan? I remember, like, looking, like, at his plan and, like, not IRPA. What was it? Oh, ICE. Yeah. In America, it's mm -hmm. ICE. Here is IRPA. Um, but yeah, like the immigration policies, all the people that are going through the border and Donald Trump's like, build a wall, but he never got to do that because there's a majority Democratic Senate. Okay. Anyway, um, I did not put targets A, B, and C here because they are kind of irrelevant and well, not irrelevant, but like just couldn't explain them very well. So I just left them out. Um, so here are some things you can do. Find out your rights. Remember that inequalities are not just racial inequality, though we might think it is. It's also gender, disability, and age inequalities. So, for example, I think there was, like, I don't know. This is probably a really generic case, but I think there was people that overturned, like, went to the Supreme Court, or, like, brought it up to the court, and they were like, we need wheelchair ramps for people with disabilities. And that's oh, a really, yeah. really, like, cut and dry, like, basic example of the charter, right? If I'm a wheelchair user, I, I should be able to have a ramp so I can get into buildings, eat, as easily as other people that can use stairs, right? It's like equity. If I can't have use of my legs, then it'll help if I can have a ramp. So fight for your rights if it seems appropriate. Only if it seems appropriate, don't go out of your way and don't do outlandish things. Um, <laughs> it also said participate in a voting registration campaign, which is a really good thing. Like in the US, they're like helping black voters like um, sign up in massive amounts so they can have their voice heard because it's obviously like a historical thing is that black representation has always been less in the U.S. so that's one thing. Um, I guess if you're not over 18 you probably should not be doing that because you don't even have voting rights. <laughs> well at least not as of now. Maybe in the future we will have voting rights. Um, and then boycott companies that discriminate. For example, Bon Appetit was recently ousted in all caps. I wrote that here. Um, yeah. Well, if you don't know about Bon Appetit, basically, like, they were just not paying, um... Oh, oh, yeah, I heard about <laughs> it. Because they were discriminating <laughs> in, certain, in certain employees. Yeah, they were like, paying their, like, okay. colored employees as much if as you, their white uh, colored listen to the, the YouTube channel, um, Pitching with Babish, that yes. the cook yes, dude, Sola. Yeah, Sola was oh, from wait. Bon Appetit, but they were treating her really <laughs> badly, like, discriminating, discriminating against her. Discriminating. And then, so now she's moved to that dude babish it's very cool babish that's how that's why i watch her videos yeah, that's why i know about the yeah uh, <laughs> the bon appetit thing Otherwise, I also i think the, the past ceo was like someone seen it saw him doing like blackface or brownface i can't remember which one but he oh, was geez. doing something racial yeah racially bad um and of course like if you know what bon appetit is it's not claire saffitz and brad pitt's like is that his name brad pitt uh, yes i think so no it's not brad pitt that, no, that's, that's the, the actor person. right oh my god <laughs> Shoot. Brad Leone. Yeah, that's his name. Um, it's not... They're, like, Caucasian, right? And it's not their fault. Like, they're not... They're only the employees. They're not, like, the CEO or, like, 
the top manager like that's that falls on like the upper structure hierarchy of the company because they know what's going on they know what they're paying everybody else Claire Saffis doesn't know what they're paying everyone else and credit to her like she's a really really amazing cook but we also need to um, acknowledge all the other amazing cooks in Bon Appetit that weren't getting their spotlight Mm -hmm. yes so that's global goals number five and ten hope we covered that well yeah (laughs) maybe we skimmed a bit but yeah um that's it for this episode next week um we'll be coming at you with global goals number six and seven so that's water and energy i hope you learned something this podcast it doesn't sound fun water and energy it's it's more interesting than it probably hopefully yeah well see you guys next week bye broad pit goodbye (laughs)